When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another edition of the show. It's episode 363. It's February 8th, 2023. Uh, joined today by a 197-pounder for Oklahoma State University. It's Luke Serber. Luke, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, congrats on, on a really big win this weekend. Um, how'd that feel? Yeah, it felt pretty good, you know, um, in front of our home crowd. A big duel, you know. We wanted to get that one back from last year, you know. Um, Missouri was a great team, so it was a good one for us. Cool. Um, and really what I want to do is spend a little time just learning about your, your journey through the sport, kind of how you got to where you are, you know, everybody's got, got a different story and I want to hear yours and really just, I know your, your dad was your wrestling coach. I'm curious, you know, was it like, just, I was always around wrestling or did you get introduced or, or start at like a certain age? Yeah, so I've been around wrestling like most of my life. Um, so my dad was, um, he got the head coaching job at Tuttle where I wrestled at high school when I was about five years old. And so ever since then, like he, like after school and stuff, like the bus would drop me off. Like or, um, I have what, the football coach's um, wife would actually pick me up when I was in ki- um, kindergarten and take me over. So I'd like go to the wrestling room. Most of the time, like when I was that young, I would just hang out in the his office or play around you know because I wasn't really serious into wrestling yet and so like later on I went um so that's how I kind of got introduced to wrestling just by that and then probably when I was probably second or third grade I started taking a little more serious going to more tournaments and stuff but my first couple years I practiced but I didn't wrestle that much was that was that your your dad's kind of thing like he didn't want you to to wrestle like compete or did you not really want to or did you not even really care at that point well, my first, so it was probably a little bit of both, but like my first tournament, whenever I went, I lost, I actually lost to a girl. And so, um, I, I lost and I, I didn't handle it very well. So I didn't wrestle the rest of that year. And then the following year I wrestled a little bit more. And then the year after that's when I really started picking or going off more. I think just more success I had, the more I wanted to wrestle. So at first maybe I wouldn't have as much success. And then once I had more success, I wanted to keep going because it was more fun for me to winning was. and. Then it just kind of continued throughout. Yeah. Sorry, wrestling. Winning winning always makes it more fun, right? Um, yeah. Why do you think, you know, years two, two, three, whatever, two, three years later, why do you think you started winning more? Um, I think I just got, like, more. I don't really know. Maybe I started practicing more. Cause when I, I think my first year I really didn't practice that much. I didn't like practice that much. Like, we, I remember it being, like, like I was probably a little bit young, young probably. I remember, like, crying at some practices and stuff. So, um I think part of it was I, I just started practicing more and I just got better with my skills. And then I also started like having more friends in the sport and wanting to like go to practice to see them and hang out with my friends and go to the tournaments. It was fun to like go to the hotel and stuff like we travel out of town. So it was more fun to do that. And so just enjoying the sport more probably. If I remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, I, my mom, like going to the hotel 
that, yeah. that has a pool, ordering pizza, mm-hmm. like doing all these things uh, uh, after, you know, after you wrestle the day before are some yeah. really good memories. Is there a moment like when you remember that you like you got hooked? Maybe it was a certain win. Maybe it was some. Maybe it was a, at a hotel or, or. But was there a moment that that you remember? Like, man, I really love this. Yeah, I think it was probably like um, probably been my third year when I started to pre- get pretty good. I think I went to kickoff. I hadn't like really won it because I was like novice the first two years, and then my first year open, I went to kickoff, and I won kickoff, and then I ended up like winning all like most all my matches besides like. I, I was going for the Trinity and I ended up getting second at Reno or I would have won the Trinity. So that kind of whole year, I remember like, I just like having a lot of fun with it. And so like, I'd say probably kickoff was the first thing and then just continuing out. I got a lot better that year. And um, so overall, and then it just continued throughout um, after that. So sure. yeah, probably the kickoff my third year. Uh, I think it was like the flow kickoff back then. Yep. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, wh- what was your, what was your the, the dynamic with you and your dad? But you know the the line between dad and coach, or was was it always kind of both, or was it separate, or was it you know blurred, maybe somewhere in between? Um. Well, I, I think he got a lot better at it. Like when I was younger, he was like doing his um, like he couldn't come to a lot of my stuff just because like the high school turn because he's coaching high school, so yeah. the tournaments didn't really line. But, like, he'd always, like, come to my practice and stuff and coach me. But um, then once I got to middle school, that was, like, kind of, one, like, probably the most challenging years for us. But um, he got some good advice from, actually, Bo, Nich- Bo Nichols' dad. Um, they're, they're good friends. And so he was talking to him and was saying how he how he handled it with Bo, being Bo's coach. And uh, it helped him a lot, um, helped my dad a lot doing that. Got a call. Oh, my computer. Still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm right here, man. It happens. Like, okay. Yeah, but he got up. a call. Um, he got a call. Or sorry, talk to Bo Nichols' dad. Yeah, Bo Nichols' dad. Um, he helped, or he helped my dad, and so like after that, it was like a lot better dynamic. And and in my middle school years, I kind of struggled a little bit. I always had success when I was younger, but. I didn't mature. I matured late. So all the, um, like all the kids were stronger than me and stuff. So I was like, still have the skill, but I struggled a little bit. I losing people that I had before. And so, um, I'd say he helped a lot. So my high school years, like he did a really good job of like, just like being my coach and then like, be, and then separating it. And like, we didn't really talk about wrestling that much at home, you know, yeah. it was more of like father role, like how's your school work, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, he did a really great job because um, I I see know a lot of people that their dads are coaching like he's just always on them, always on them, and it ends up burning them out. And so he did a really good job of that. So was it was that something that maybe your dad was like that previously, where it was too too blurred or too too much too much coach? Yeah, I think I think it, uh, not purposely, but I think he right. it was like trial and error pretty much because I was I'm his only son, and so like and that wrestled so like. He um he never really had so he had, had to figure it out for himself and he's like I can't just always be you know on him all the time and so and he wasn't like because I know there's some crazy dad like he wasn't like a crazy dad or nothing like that like in little league or anything like that but like he he just wanted the best for me and so 
And so, like, he, and he knew I wanted to win. So, like, he'd get frustrated sometimes, like, if I wouldn't perform well and stuff. And But he got better on as I went throughout my career. So, Dude, th- there's some crazy dads out there. You yeah. Really yeah. Some, <laughs> even some, like, my teammates now, they tell me some crazy stories. I'm like, that's crazy, you know, yeah. from, like, yeah. their from their little league experiences. But Is that anything – is that something that you – like, your dad had to figure out it wasn't working or that you weren't responding right. Is that something that you said to him or did, did, how, how did he meet Bo Nichols dad and how did that, that conversation go? Um, so my dad and um, where Bo Nichols went to high school, um, Allen, Texas, uh-huh. that's one of my dad's good friends. And so that we'd always go to the Allen camp every year. And so he just, he got to know Bo Nichols dad through that. So I always text back and forth and stuff. Cool. But um, so I, it was on his own, like, cause I didn't say anything. Like it didn't really like affect me that much. I just yeah. like looking back on it, he got a lot better at it. Like I remember like we net we net like through my high school years, like we never really like gotten in any fights or anything like like or arguments I'd say, like yeah, or him like yelling at me or anything like that. That's great. Um and even like middle school he didn't really yell at me, but like I remember we'd like I'd get into it or like I'd get real mad and like storm out of practice like sometimes or something like that. Like like I remember like it wasn't like a practice, but like we were doing some like extra like workout and it was like me and another partner and I got like real mad and like threw my shoes off and like left that was probably like when I was like in sixth or seventh grade so it's amazing how um your perspective of the sport or what you feel pressure expectations potentially can totally shift your happiness in it right and it's like Mm -hmm. sounds like you're a lot happier in, in middle school and junior high after you didn't have that whatever however it changed for the better it did so yeah that's great to hear and I think that's I think that's a good lesson that people can hear and, and take good things from. Uh, so so like when did you start setting goals? Whether it was like I want to be a state champ or I want to wrestle in college or I want to win the Olympics. I think probably in like middle school, my first goal was like I want to be a four time state champ. Um, and so I set like that goal probably like maybe eighth grade year, you know, when I was getting closer to like my ninth grade year, that's something I was really looking forward to. Cause like I've been around the like total program for so long that I was like really looking forward to getting into it, you know, and, um, and being part of it. Cause they were very successful throughout. And so once I finally got there, it was like a really cool experience. But so I'd say probably like middle school years being a four-time state champ. And then that would later on, I wanted to win Fargo, um, and I didn't achieve either of those goals, but still setting them, I feel like helped me get to where you know I was at. Yeah. But uh, so, so you won three titles, right? Yeah, yeah, three state. I lost my sophomore year. Ooh, tell me about that. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, I bumped. So I went from one thirteen to one thirty eight. Um, in between my freshman and sophomore year. I was cutting a lot of weight because I had to, to make the lineup as well my freshman year. I had to because we had a really good guy at 120. Um, he was going for his fourth state title. He's a senior, and so I I and then I could go 26, but I was going to be I only weighed probably about like 130 or maybe like 128. So I wasn't cutting any weight. So I cut all the way down 13. Then after that, I bumped all the way up to 138, and I could have went 132, but it was better for the team. Go 38 and better competition because. Guys, wrestling was going for his third state title that year. He was a senior, and he beat me at regionals in overtime, and he beat me in um, state in overtime. Controversial call. I got a, I rode him out in the second. He he. Then I got away in the third, 
but then I got hit for fleeing the mat, which it was a questionable call. And then I got taken down overtime. I still could have won the match, but uh, I take it. Can't let the rest have control of the match, you know, so I should have went out and took it, but yeah, I didn't. And then I went on to win two more state titles. So, but it, I, it was about, I learned a lot from it. So. Yeah. Did you follow wrestling? Like growing up, like college, or obviously, you, I'm sure you followed Tuttle High School in Oklahoma, the state of Oklahoma, I would imagine. But but did you follow like college and or international wrestling? Yeah, like I was like a big wrestler. That was like part of it. Or I think like why I like wrestling so much. Like I love to follow wrestling. Just kind of bad now because like it's hard to do that like in college just because like <laughs> you don't want to get caught up in everything. Yeah. But like so I kind of like a huge fan. Like I'd always be on like flow watching stuff, like all the different stuff. And so that's been like a challenge for me. Like now is I got to kind of like keep away from that side of the aspect of the sport and like just focus on myself, you know, cause I can't get caught up like, Oh, this guy beat this guy or like, you know, cause like right now I'm not a fan, I'm a competitor. And so like, it can just weigh on you a little bit if you like start like looking at that. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of wrestling and like I probably always will be. And I love to watch like all the events you guys put on or like big matches. So I think that's another reason like, like, uh, got my love for wrestling too i loved like watching wrestling and like looking at wrestling stuff like that that's another thing that got me hooked into wrestling but that was probably later on probably like when i was in fifth or sixth that started who who are your favorite you know coming up who are your favorite college wrestlers who are your favorite international wrestlers um like david i love watching like david taylor um like him him versus kyle dick i thought was like super intriguing um who else was there on that time like Jordan Oliver, Jordan Oliver was another one. I remember coming to duels in Stillwater and watching Jordan Oliver um, wrestle. He was exciting. Matt Madonna, I, that was like a one of like first guys like I really remember. Um, he was like 125. I remember like guys like devastated after he lost to Robles um, in the finals. And I like a, it's kind of bad to say now I wrestled Oklahoma State. And I, I didn't even know like the rivalry between Oklahoma State at the time because I was so young. But I didn't know like Oklahoma State and Iowa hate each other, but. I just kind of like Nat Madonna for some reason, but yeah, that was a, that was a fun era. That was a really fun era. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Uh, so you got the, like you, you, how far is Tuttle from Stillwater and how many times growing up as a kid or in high school, did you go to Oklahoma state matches? Um, so it's about an hour and a half. So it's not that far at all. I went quite a bit. I'd say at least go to like one or two duels a year, probably like growing probably from like middle school on um, sometimes more, sometimes less maybe, but, They'd, they'd always seem to have, like, a huge duel, you know, like a Penn State or Iowa. So we'd always go to that duel, and then we'd always try to make another duel. And then they used to have national duels. And I remember I went to national duels one time here, um, and they had, like, some good teams here. So I've been – yeah, so I've been a ton of times. Any any memories Any memories stick out in particular? Any – this duel or this match or this moment? Probably. I mean – it's probably pretty up. The Nick Piccinini match for Spencer oh, Lee, that yeah. was crazy. They sold too many tickets, actually. So, like, there was people sitting on, like, the aisles because there was no seats left in Gallagher. Like, that somebody, like, printed off, like, fake tickets. So, like, there was, like, too many people. Like, and nobody, Gallagher will never have more people in there than ever. Because, like, I'm like you can see, like, people are, like, standing, like, up the railing and stuff because, like, there was enough seats. That was an awesome oh, – I was there, too. That was an awesome yeah. environment. Awesome, yeah. awesome environment. Yeah. Uh, that would be hard to top ever, probably, you know, that environment. Like, at that point, where you like, I'm going to Oklahoma State? Yeah, so I 
So I think that was after my junior year, and I committed. So I went on a visit during spring break, right before NCAA. So like that Iowa duel just happened. Or hang on, that might have been. I might have already been committed. I can't remember. Sure. But yeah, at that point, I was like, I got. I'm going here, no matter like I want to be a part of this. Yeah. Prior to that, was there, you know, thinking about going to other schools? Were you thinking about going to other schools or? You know, yeah, never... I was for sure thinking about going to other schools. I was thinking like um big like Northern Iowa maybe or OU. Um were like probably the two and um I'd or maybe like Nebraska or Arizona State, I think were some of the schools I was thinking about um going to. But it was like for me, it probably came down to um OSU and Northern Northern Iowa. Okay. Um so going into college, what was the plan uh, weight-wise? You know, obviously like, you're 97 this yeah. year. You were heavyweight last year. What you know? Yeah, so it wasn't school. that. It wasn't that big. It wasn't that big for sure. Um, so I, I, all the coaches knew I was going to get bigger because I was like pretty tall. Because I went, I grew throughout. I went 113, 138, 152, 182. So my senior year after, or my junior year after Fargo, I was 160, and I played football. And so I got up pretty big, like, like 185, 190. And so then, like, once I got into wrestling, I was weighing, like, 180. And so I just went 182 that year, like, not really cutting any weight. Then COVID happened, and I kept growing, and I got up to about 200. So when I came in to OSU, they said I was probably going to be 74, but then, like, they thought maybe I could be 84, growing 84 is because I was tall. So I got here, and, like, I – I was like, I lifted a lot during COVID. And so when I got here, like, man, you're a lot bigger than we thought. And so then they're like, yeah, we're going to just lift and eat as much as you want, you know, and like see how big you get. So I got up to like probably like 210, 15, but I still plan on going to 184 that year just because <laughs> I thought that's my best shot to start. And so we got there and then Coach Smith's like, no, nah, like, you don't, you don't need to go 84. Like you're, you're never going to wrestle 184 after this year. Like, cause he could just see my body. Like there's like, he could tell I was growing. And so he's like, you're never going to wrestle there. It's like, he's like, go 197 this year. Like, you know, you and AJ wrestle off or whatever. And then COVID, ha- you never know with COVID, like somebody could get it so you could be in. So I went 197 that year. And then, and they, they'd mentioned like a few things my true freshman year about me going up to heavyweight, just cause like I'd grown so much and it was pretty easy for me, like up to that point, like gaining weight, like it was like no problem. Like it just like was natural cause I kind of matured late. Yeah. And then, um, well, um, so after that, I, I wrestled freestyle. I went, I was still at like 202. And I was cutting like a pretty good amount of weight, but nothing like crazy. Like it would like kill me or nothing. And then, but I knew if I want to get in the lineup, I had to go heavyweight that year. They did it at 97. And so like after U23s, I did pretty good. And, but then I just like started lifting and eating as much as I could. And I got up to like 230. And so I got up to 230, but then like once season started, like I lost like, I maintained it pretty good for a while, but then like by the end, like last year at big 12 and stuff, it was pretty hard for me to maintain it. So I was like, I was down to like probably like 218, 219 big 12s and NCAAs last year. And then I still plan on going heavyweight this year till like later on. So I, I got back up pretty heavy, but nothing like crazy, you know, probably like big 97 pounders probably cut from what I was at. Maybe not that much, but I mean, I had some, I wasn't like cut up or anything. I had some, a little bit of fat on me still so yeah describe uh wrestling at heavyweight wrestling heavyweights being 
anywhere from 218 to 230. Uh, I assume the disadvantages are obvious. But, you know, what yeah. are the advantages potentially and, and disadvantages if there are some that aren't so obvious? The matches were, like, a lot, like, even going down 97, the matches were, like, a lot more, like, slow pace, I'd say. Like, I don't know. I, I felt like my shape was always better. And I still feel like in 97, my shape's better than most guys. But uh, my shape and my speed was better. The thing, my – and I, my strength was pretty good versus him, too. Like, I didn't feel like – obviously, like, on bottom, that's where I felt it a lot. But that was more weight than anything, I would say. Uh, but my strength is pretty good versus him. I, I mean, I rested some guys. They were obviously really strong. But I didn't feel like I lost because I was, they were too strong. It was more of, like, they just had, like, more weight on me. And a lot of it was my bottom last year. I lost a lot of it on bottom. It wasn't like my feet. Most of the time I could get some takedowns on my feet, but then I'd get on bottom, I'd get rode out, and then that would make me really tired. Bottom would make me really tired, and then they could kind of have their way after that. But there was a, there were some advantages, and, I mean, if um, things didn't play out the way it was, I mean, I'd probably still be a heavyweight right now. So And I, I think I'd be doing really well. So, I, I mean, and for me, being a heavyweight, I probably wouldn't want to be above, like, 235 because i feel like if i got any bigger i wouldn't be as effective i just want to be real strong at 235 and be able to move um so i think some people got to think about like could some people are like oh, i gotta gain all this weight and i'm like and i would think like when they go to heavyweight and i think it can be an advantage but at the same time if you get too big you lose the advantages you do have and then you kind of turn it into so you got to just find whatever fits for you and you can't look at other people necessarily like and how much they weigh or whatever. It's got to, if you feel good at the weight and can wrestle and win, that's what's most important. Yeah. So you, if you were planning on going back up to heavyweight, how how big did you get before you, you know, said, oh, actually 197? Um, Probably like the biggest I got was like a little over 230, um, like in the summer. And then. <laughs> that's big. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty big. Um, but honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like it came off pretty easy. Um. I got, like, once I started, like, losing weight, I probably lost, like, 15 pounds and probably, like, not even really trying that hard, just eating less. Because when I was going, like, gaining weight, I was eating, like, a ton of food. So I was just cutting back and eating normal. And I got down to, like, 220, 215, pretty easy. And then once I started preseason, get my weight ready. And so now it's no not a problem at all. But, um, yeah, and the decision wasn't, like, it was up to me. Because, I mean, either way, we – we had a guy to go 97 or heavyweight, but it just, for me, I, the guys at heavyweight right now are like world class. Um, <laughs> you know? And so if I'm going to, and if I knew if I had to beat them, like it is going to be tough for me just because like I'd be smaller and they're, they're like, those guys are really good. And then I, I thought Gable was coming back too as well. And so like, if I'm going to win, cause my goal is to win nationals, like I'm going to win nationals, you know, 197 is a deeper weight probably. And got a lot more tough guys than heavyweight. Not like super, like super crazy difference, but there's like, I mean, you you know, one ninety seven is crazy right now. You know, it's like anybody can really beat anybody. So, um, I just knew I could beat up most of these guys to weight. So that's just ultimately what my decision was, and the coaches left it up to me. And so that was the decision. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you really proved it uh, this past weekend. But how how have you felt about the, your performance this year up to that point? Uh, I mean, it was honestly some matches. Well, I, I had I started out pretty disappointing, you know. Um, I wrestled Michael Beard early, my first match actually, and um, he kind of put on me a little bit. I mean, it was kind of close, but it really wasn't. And um, 
Then I lost to the Minnesota guy, which that was a weird match. And I was real down on myself, you know. Um, I've had a couple t- points this year where I've been, like, really down on myself um, just because I know I can perform better than I was. And so a lot of it, like, mental, and I've changed up some stuff, and I think it's starting to click for me a little bit more. But um, so I, I haven't been, like, super happy with my results, but I haven't been, like, I've had good performances and I've had bad. So it's just being more consistent with my performances overall. Cause even like my match this weekend, it was a good match, but I didn't wrestle a complete match. You know, I, I kind of like after the first period, I kind of just backed off, you know, for whatever reason. Um, and so I think if I just wrestling a full seven minutes, like coach Smith talks about. Um, so overall with my season, I think there's been highs and there's been some lows and I've just been trying to stay consistent with it. I think you said you, you, changed up some mental stuff or something like that. Something about yeah, the way you, yeah. can you expand on that? Yeah. Just, um, I'm trying to just stay more relaxed and like not worry about my upcoming matches and focus more on myself and my performance and getting better each week. Sometimes you start looking ahead and you're like, Oh, I got these just tough stretch of opponents coming up. And then like, it just weighs on you when like, you can't really focus on, like you're upcoming, you just got to go day by day, get better. And then whenever it's time to compete, you just go out there and compete for seven minutes. And you can't control the outcome most of the time. Like there's refs involved, the, your opponent, like sometimes your opponent's just going to out-wrestle you. Like you're not going to be a better guy the day. And so you have to just look at your performance overall, whether you win or lose, and just assess it. Because um, a lot of times, like, you'll win and so you really won't look at your performance but then when you lose you just like critique everything i think it's a fine line of when you lose don't get too down on yourself and figure it out but even when you win you got to fix what you did wrong in the matches and look you can't be like man i'm just the best like you got to keep continuing to improve or you're going to lose you know so i think just improving but my mental just staying more relaxed mentally i've been staying more relaxed and just focused on what i need to do and I also, I stopped watching the duels. That was another thing. It was getting too invested into the duels. And, like, so I stopped watching the duels. I only come out, like, the match before mine, and I stay in the back. So that's a big change as well. I think it's affecting just conserving my energy because you start watching your teammates, and then it can, like, come on to you. And then I'm, like, mm-hmm. and then you're, like, all messed up in the head, kind of, like, not messed up, but, like, fatigued you in the head. And then you're, like, like, oh, he lost, like, and then, like, like, are we, are we not prepared this week or stuff like that? You know, start playing out. Yeah, that's interesting. When did you learn, like, learn to stop watching, right, and hang out in the Just recently. Room. Like, probably after. So, Oregon State, we, um, we lost 74-84-97. Or, no, we lost 65-74-97. And it was kind of like, just like, it just trickled down, like, match after match. Like, the same thing kind of happened. And I don't know if it was just because we were watching it. And not, it was probably like, because you kind of feed off your teammates sometimes, you know, in duels. And so, like, you kind of, like, feed off. And then he loses and he loses. And then just, like, momentum, you know, be um, lost. So, staying back and, like, not worrying about the matches. Like, just knowing that if you do what's best for you, it'll take care of his team, your team. And so, that's the approach I've been taking. And um, for most of our t- or uh, most of the big guys have been doing that, too, as well. You know, just staying in the back. And we watch it on the TV sometimes. Like, we'll watch it and we know who wins and stuff. But we don't, like, get invested out on the bench, like, yelling. That's two or stuff like that, you know. We have other teammates, you know, that aren't wrestling that are there for that. And then 
once we wrestle, you know, we can go out there and cheer on our teammates, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good, good on you. Um, so get, getting to, to this weekend with the duel with Missouri, kind of take me through, um, take me through your, your, your mind frame and, and where you're at compared to maybe other matches during the season. No, you know, it's a number one guy. It's, it is a, it is a big deal, right? But how yeah. do you feel? Um, yeah, I, I stayed, uh, I still calm, you know, um, cause sometimes like I've in the past, like, cause everybody wants to be like, Oh, you got the number one guy. Like you, people are like, you got the number one guy. And so like, it can get like a little like overwhelming or like annoying almost just cause like that's all anybody wants to talk about that week or whatever. But, um, for like, I was just calm and like, I just kind of whatever, like just didn't really think about it too much. And then just knew what I had to do to go out there, just wrestle hard. Um, I knew he was going to wrestle hard. He's, he's a tough opponent, great guy. So um, I knew that if I had to go out there and just perform, you know, and win or lose, if I go out there and perform, then I, I can learn from it and get better. Because obviously, like, it, at the end of the day, that match really doesn't mean a whole lot to either one of us right now, you know, because if I don't do it in March, it's not going to matter, you know. Nobody's going to remember whatever day it was, this match, they're going to remember who won nationals, who won the big 12s, stuff like that. So um, that's what I, that's honestly how I, I look at it right now. Obviously we want to win the duels and stuff, but I'm just trying to get better for the end of the year. So just keep learning. Um, that way I can be where I am, want to be at the end of the year. Not right now. Cause if I'm the best I am right now, then I'm not going to win at the end of the year. So I want to just keep getting better and better each week. Yeah, so that my mindset was just calm, focused, and I just wanted to perf just perform. Really, it was all I wanted to do was go out and perform. And not I didn't really care if I won or lost. I just wanted to perform. And I think I did that to a certain extent, but I still feel like I kind of got in my old mode of just trying to win instead of keep wrestling. You know, I was kind of hanging on, letting him shoot on my legs, dive over, which is good. I found a way to win and use my defense. But at the end of the day, I don't want to win like that all the time because – he could have just as easily took me down at the end or got another takedown, you know, and it could have changed the match. So um, I just got to continue to improve. You know, it's good that I won, but I that's, I still can perform better than I did. Yeah. So that's positive. What uh, what did you do well in that match? Um, So I, I wrestled through – in the first period, I wrestled through the position. Um, I got a good takedown off his shot. I, I snapped him really well in the first period. I was going forward. And then – he got a nice takedown on me, but I responded really fast. That was one thing that I've been working on is responding after takedown because I could have easily just put my head down because there was short time left on the clock. But I went ahead, I stood up, and I rolled, and I got the double leg and for the reversal. Um, so I was, like, real positive. And then I kept my mind because it was, like, there was a big crowd. Or not, like, crazy big crowd, but there was it was loud in there and stuff. So kind of lost focus a little bit, but I stayed calm enough to get the win and know what I had to do. And, um, but yeah, so I say snapping him and just staying focused throughout the whole match, even though I didn't wrestle my best, I was still focused. I knew like what the score was and everything like that. Sweet. Um, considering like maybe the inconsistency in your season to that point, is this like a win that really boosts your confidence that like tells you you're doing the right things? Yeah, I think it boosts my confidence. Like, because I've known all along that I can beat the best guys. It's just going out and doing it, you know. I haven't – because I've lost – I've lost the matches, like, and it's like, 
well, how can you beat the best guy if you're losing to this guy? You know, but you can't really worry about that. But it does boost my confidence, like knowing like the work I've been putting in all season and all summer is starting to pay off. And like, and like for a little part of the season, like why did I even freaking cut down to 97? You know, like if I was at heavyweight right now, like I'd be like, I'd be doing way better. And it's like, it, it is a little bit of like reassurance. Like this is the right decision you made. Like this is why you came down to 97. Um, So like in that aspect, but the same time, I know if I, if I, if I t- don't focus this week or whatever, I could lose again or, you know, I could take a loss or I got a tough match. So it's got to stay focused and keep doing what I'm doing and worry about my performance and um, just continuing to improve off of it. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, this is great. I'm, I'm really excited to watch, watch kind of the rest of your season unfold. Um, I, I have a couple like little games or segments I want to play yeah. before we get out of here. Um, the first one's called wins and whoopings. So like thinking back ever since the first match you wrestled till the most recent one, is there a win that stands out? It can be your best or favorite or just most memorable. It can be a, a little league. It can be whatever. Yeah. Um, and then a, an ass whooping you took that just sucked. You can do either one first. Yeah. So, um, we, yeah. So wrestled Gable last year. That was, that wasn't too good. That's probably one of the worst times I've been beaten. Yeah. It was like 20 to seven. So I, I would say that one, that's probably the best guy I've ever wrestled. So Basically. hands down. <laughs> Champ. Yeah. Um, and then probably favorite moment, the bedlam, the bedlam this year is pretty, pretty cool. Picked up coach Smith. I don't know if you oh, saw really? that or not. Uh, I didn't see that, but that's awesome. The that's duel awesome. came down to last match, and I pinned the guy. And Coach Smith was like on the mat, like yeah. When I picked him up on my shoulders, it's pretty funny. Oh, badass! That's that probably my favorite moment because like it was at Norman, and like everything had went wrong for us at the beginning. Like we lost like the first like four out of five matches. Dayton was the only one on. We had to win the last like four out of five matches to win, and um, G came out and won, and then Dustin Tech balled this guy. Then Whitley beat his guy in overtime just to even have us a chance to win the duel. And like, so everybody, the crowd was still kind of into it. And I go out and I take him down. I take him down to his back and pin him like 30 seconds. And the crowd was nuts. And like, Coach Smith was going crazy. It was crazy. That's we were awesome. like, yeah, I don't like, because it's kind of a rivalry, but it was kind of fun. Like, we were yelling at their bench and stuff. We didn't, sh- we ended up not shaking hands after, but it was, it was a, it was a great duel but for the fans and everything. So. That's probably my favorite moment or one of my favorite matches. Um, yeah. How about a whooping? Gable. Oh, you, you said you said Gable. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gable. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay, last last one. I gave you the heads up here. It's joke time. Yeah. Yeah, joke for hey. us. Yeah, what the um what the fish say whenever um they ran into a wall. I don't know. Damn. Well, a little, little corny. But. That's good. That's good. You got me. I didn't have. I didn't have a guess. Um, awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Great joke and yeah. uh, and great time hanging out with you today. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for really having me on. Yeah. yeah, we're give you, gonna give you the last word. Anything you want to say about anything? No, just no. Um, keep doubting the Cowboys. We're coming. We're we're gonna be a lot better than we are right now. At the end of the year, I promise you that. So, um, you know, we didn't have a great NCAs last year. We we didn't have a great beginning, but. We're turning, we're turning up. So, coming. Awesome. All right. Cowboys are coming in Tulsa. Oh, the Cowboys in Tulsa. That's right.
We'll be yeah. there, man. I'm excited. Thanks yeah. for joining us, man. Thank you. Have yeah. a great day. You too. All right, folks. That's going to do it. Good one there with Luke Server. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks.